welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T, and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch, we are counseling on no compromise purchases. There are times in everyone's life when they know exactly what they want, and this is no different for a guitar player. It could be the guitar like their hero, an amp with all the features, the pedals with the cool names and sounds, or other gear that fits the look and the mojo. Whether it be for tone or aesthetics, we are putting compromise aside and we are diving in deep to the what and the why of no compromise purchases. But how do you decide what you should be picky about? Is it really worth it? What if you can't afford a no compromise purchase? Is it better to have quality over quantity? If you could dream big, what would be next? And should you think of no compromise purchases as potential heirlooms? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. Well, Jason, it is so good to have you here for something that I think that we'll both be able to really have some good therapy with, and that is no compromise purchases. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're anything like me, but there's been a lot of times I've compromised because the deal was so sweet or the deal was good or I had an image in my mind, but just couldn't find it. So I made something else happen. So thank you for being on the couch to talk about this no compromise purchase with me. Yeah, thanks. Um, before we go any further, let me get my bingo cards out. Okay. All right. And my marker is ready yep. to go. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. So there will be a little bit of uh, a BP, a little KU. Talk about a little bit of M. Yeah. Hey, how's your brother Paul? Yes, my brother Paul. <laughs> okay. So my question to you: the first thing is, what was your first no compromise guitar gear purchase, and what led you to that decision that that's what you needed to not compromise on? Well, I I think my first one was my uh, my beloved Taylor 912C, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So this is a C, not a CE. Yeah, it's a C. It's a 94 model back before they were putting the electronics in. It's got a, a K&K sound pickup in there, so that's pretty nice. But yeah, I, gosh, I'm trying to remember what made me want that guitar. I, I think I, I had an 812C. And saw it, and I really liked it. Yep. I want to say I saw Vince Gill play one. I know for sure Vince Gill played one, but I saw Clint Black played one too. And um, I think I just fell in love with the way it looked, and I was like, oh, that's a cool guitar. And then I played one, and I was just, I was like flabbergasted by that. How is it in comparison to your Firk, Firk, Firk guitar? Firk, I believe is how you say it. Yeah, yeah. You know... I mean, they're both f- just phenomenal guitars. The Taylor has a real nice, like, kind of mid-focused, finger-picky type sound to it. And it, I mean, it just sounds awesome. The Firk is real, um, for a OM-style guitar, it's pretty boomy and, and it projects. It's loud, loud. I love oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Um, in fact, I, I kind of, I, I can't wait to find a Firk Dreadnought. Like, I'm going to get... If I can find one that's the same quality Dreadnought as this is uh, OM, I will get it in a heartbeat because 
I mean, I'm blown away by it. It's phenomenal. So that may be a no compromise purchase for you in the future. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Could be. Gosh, I feel like I've compromised gear my whole entire life. You know, just yeah. growing up, not having a ton of money. I mean, we were never hurting for money, but, you know, just not being super wealthy or anything. And then, yep. you know, being a teacher, like, it's it. we get paid fine and, you know, no complaints. But it's not like you can go out and buy everything you want. So... So I feel like I've had a lot of compromises, but I mean, luckily over the years, I've been able to kind of roll some things up and to get things I really want. Yeah. I'm actually in the same boat. There have been many times where I went, you know what? This will work for right now. You Mm -hmm. know, it's kind of the, uh, not the Mr. Right. It's the Mr. Right now or the Miss Right. Miss Right now. (laughs) No no judgment for me. ultimately, you know, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But the fact is, is that I've found myself a number of times in a scenario where I get something that I didn't necessarily love and then found the thing that really would have been it. And now I don't have the money for it. Yeah. So as I look at no compromise purchases, my first one was also back in the 90s. I had that Mexican Fender Stratocaster and I was inspired by my brother, Paul. Yep. There it is. Hang on, let me mark that off. Okay. B12. Okay. And the thing is, is that I I was inspired by him because he was inspired by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yep. And so the thing that I decided... Oh, Sorry to interrupt, but I I think it should be known that he's heavily inspired by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Because of that, he kept talking about a certain kind of pickup, and that pickup was Texas Specials. That's exactly right. Hang on, let me say it like an old man. Texas Specials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's perfect for that. Thank you. Thank but yeah, you. and and because of that, I decided that the no compromise, mm-hmm. I was going to buy Texas Special. Yep. And this was before eBay. This was before internet buying. So I drove yeah. <laughs> myself down to the Guitar Center and I bought a new set of Fender Texas Special pickups. No yep. compromise. Mm-hmm. And I put them in my guitar and they were okay. Yeah, they're fine. They're noisy. That's when I learned. Yep. That just because you put pickups in a guitar doesn't mean you sound like that person. Mm, Boy, that's the story of my life. Yeah. Also, that's when I learned that there's more to the way a guitar sounds than just the pickup. Like the pots Mm -hmm. and the tremolo and the wood. and The person playing it. Well, don't get me started on the fingers. But, you know, you (laughs) get... Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was my first one. That was my first... One. So since we're on guitars, let's talk guitars. I love guitars. What guitars have you ever purchased that were just no compromise? So when I was younger, like, um, gosh, maybe right out of high school, maybe in high school, but right out, right out of high school, Steve Warner came out with a signature model guitar. Ah, uh, yes. Put that, mark that down on your I-64. board. I-64. Yeah. And um, I wanted it, and I remember at the time it was eighteen ninety nine, which back in ninety six that was a lot of money, especially for somebody right out of high school. Oh and yeah. 
My mom and dad helped me buy it. Um, I, you know, I mowed yards. I think I umpired baseball at the time and I uh, worked at a party store. I mean, I, I did everything. I did everything I could to, to earn money. So I bought that and I very easily could have bought a Takamini EF341C that looked basically the same black cutaway dreadnought, but I wanted the one with the, the, you know, abalone inlay around it and Steve's oh, signature yeah. on there and, and I had to so have it. Cool. And so, yeah, so that was my first one. And then later down the road, I got the Taylor. So, no, I take it back. Go, rewind. That's my first ever uh, no compromise. Um, oh. Yeah. No, I, I, sorry, I forgot about that. Because um, I didn't get the Taylor till later on, like two, sometime in 2000s. And I bought that one used. And then, you know, I, I saved up and I bought the Danocaster, uh, the Telly, the Danocaster Telly. And I got that from him, you know, when he was still making them. Yeah. As soon as I got it, put my name on the list for a strat, then he shut down shop and I found one used. And so that's my next no compromise because I, yeah, I bought exactly what I wanted. And, uh, I think you remember the story that whenever he posted on Instagram to whoever bought it first, the guy I bought it from, I just wrote on there, this is the perfect guitar or something like that. And then, uh, here I am a couple months later and I have it, but Paid a premium for so it. So what made that, sorry to interrupt you, but no, it's fine. what Rambling. made that the perfect, like, no compromise Stratocaster? Well, it was, so it was the, it was the neck shape that I wanted, which was one. It was the weight. What, what kinda, is the neck shape? This one was a .86C shape. So kind of a little wow. chunky. Not That is I, chunky. See, to me, it's not chunky though, because my, my telly's a .90, which I love. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. And That's so like the, a Baja. Yeah, I mean, it feels, I love it. It feels really good. So, yeah, so the, so the neck shape was right. I loved the sunburst on it. I thought the the uh, pit guard wear looked great. I mean, just everything looked really good on it. I will say it didn't have the pickups that I really wanted in my Danocaster because, you know, he usually puts rocket fires and things. Yep. It had some other pickups in there because the guy had specifically said, like, I have other guitars with rocket fires. I don't want another uh, rocket fire. And, um Uh-oh. So just so happened though, I had a set of rocket fires at my house, oh, perfect. just waiting to be installed. So I put those in, and and that was that. But um, so I guess my next one moving yeah. on would be the the Novo guitar that I just ordered. I put in a oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I put in a custom order for a Novo. I got it a Ocean Turquoise Cirrus J oh. with a, a Tortoise Pitguard and a P90s, and yeah. In fact, I was going to do a Humbucker so cool. one, but you talked me into. Uh, getting one with the the um, tremolo on there, so yeah. Well, Which is- okay. So my favorite style of tremolo, I don't own one right now, but my favorite style is that Jazzmaster Jaguar style of tremolo. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. It just floats. It does, and it feels so nice, and it is unlike anything else. And my problem is, is I have not found a Jazzmaster I've been willing to hold on to. I've not found a Jaguar yeah. I've been willing to hold on to. And this sounds like in the Novo, you might have something worth holding on to. And yeah. you'll have what I consider that superior, like, floating tremolo. Yeah. And I agree with you. I, the ones I've played, I, when even on a cheap one, when I played, I'm like, wow, that feels really different. I really like that. You know, my nephew has that J. Yeah. Mascus, um Jazzmaster, and when I play that, I'm like, wow, that feels really cool. I like that. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, 
but yeah, so I, I'm much like the Dano caster, you know, I never had played one whenever I got, whenever I put in that order for the telly and I got it and fell in love and cause I'd heard everybody talk about how great they were. And then if I'm being really, really, really honest, I saw a couple years ago, maybe two, three years ago, there was a video of Keith Urban in the studio and he was playing a Cirrus, a Cirrus J and I thought, what ah. is that? I, I, and so I asked somebody, I was like, what is this guitar? Cause I'd never had seen it and I thought I knew all guitars. And somebody said, that's a Novo, you know, whatever. And so I kind of went on my radar and didn't really think about it. And then two years later, I'm just scrolling Instagram and I see one. And for some reason, because they're funky looking, you know, but for some reason, it just hit me. And I was like, I've got to have one of those. And so I talked to Kim. Go ahead and mark that down on your bingo card. Yeah. Well, uh, also, you said Keith Urban. So we're in and G if we're going diagonal. We're we're getting pretty close here to somebody winning this game. Oh, yeah. But I talked to her and I was like, hey, I really want to get one of these. And here's some pictures of it. What do you think? And she's like, do it. I mean, I'm telling you, wife lottery I've hit. Not only is she beautiful and sweet and she's funny. She cracks me up, but she's supportive and you know I'll, I'll tell her i was like hey i'm gonna yeah. go upstairs and play guitar she's like do it go up there and play and i'll crank up you know whatever i've been on a big eagles kick lately so i plug some eagles into the yeah. pa system up here and play along with my amp and i'm sure she's desperado. down there not desperado mm-hmm. i'm more of a what i'm more of a lionized life in the fast lane hotel california oh. kind of, on the guitar because desperado yeah. you know is piano it's in strings so well that's true that's yeah. true yeah, do you, do you all of a sudden just go into some Don Henley too? I do. All she wants to do is do a dance. little bit of dirty laundry. Oh yeah. All jokes aside, Don Henley, probably my favorite singer ever to walk this earth. He's, really? He's amazing. His voice is oh so good, so good. Yeah, but I digress. It's very unique. That's true. His voice is no compromise. <laughs> That's true. Bringing That's it back very in. True. Bringing it back in. So, when I think of no compromise purchases. One of mine is actually one that I consider as a compromise now, but I didn't then. And I went out searching for a Les Paul. And when I went out, my budget was, let's see what I find. And I went all these different places. And the thing I was not willing to compromise on was the tone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... I also wanted to make sure that it had like the perloid Gibson inlay at the top and it had to say Les Paul. It needed the binding, all that kind of stuff. And I ended up getting the Gibson Les Paul Classic back in 2003. And it was not the most expensive. Actually, it's the cheapest one that has the inlay on it. Yeah. And ultimately, it was no compromise. I yeah. wanted tobacco burst. I got tobacco burst. I wanted that sound. I got that sound. I wanted the sixties neck. I got the sixties neck. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, nowadays I want the fifties neck. Yeah, me too. And nowadays I want the perloid inlay on the neck, not the snot <laughs> green inlays that yeah. this one has. I want a flame top and this doesn't have it, but yeah. this was a no compromise purchase at the time. Yeah. Actually, that brings me to probably what is one of my favorite no compromise purchases, which was actually a acoustic. Okay. When I was getting ready to get married to my wife, so yep. we go into now my wife who is also a wife lottery yep. as well cuz she's beautiful and she's funny and she's understanding yep. and you know what? She Very understanding. My needs way more 
then um, I think that I'd probably meet hers. And so that that makes her a saint all okay. in that. But right. with that said. Plus, y'all make great kids together, might I add. Oh, they're awesome kids. Yep. They're awesome kids. I ended up going into Players Music. You remember Players Music in Hearst, I remember, Texas? I, I, I know that we were... We were hanging out at this time. We I know this story. I know this place. I yep. probably remember the wall you took it off of, to be honest. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I was I, there with you. Was I there with you and you? No, not this time. Okay. But I do remember calling you and asking you about it because yeah. I pulled a Taylor 710CE off the wall. Yeah. And it's not like some of the 710s where they have like the abalone inlay and all this. This had like koa wood. Yeah. So it wasn't even like super glitzy, which is not my style. I like things to be showy. <laughs> and I get this thing and I put it in my hands and I strum a few chords and I go, oh, that's it. Yep. And I play a little bit more and I go, no, that's it. Like, that's it. And I remember putting it on the wall and then talking to the guy about it, walking out of the store, calling my future wife mm-hmm. and saying, I want to spend some money on a guitar and this is what it is. And she not only said, yeah, do it. She said, I would like to chip in. And even though it was going to become our money, eventually she tossed in a bunch of money into it. And I ended up getting a Taylor 710 CE. And that was a no compromise because this wasn't, Oh, I found the right deal. This was, I found the one. It's funny you say that. Cause when I played that Furt guitar, I, like I told you before, as soon as I strummed a G chord on there, I was like, this is it. This is it. I knew it was. And yeah. every now and then I'll play it. Cause you know, you get, you get that like honeymoon phase with a guitar every now and then or a pedal, whatever. And then you play it later. And you're like, meh, I don't know. It's, it, I, I overreacted. And, um, every time I opened that case, I just did a, a little bit ago. I strum it and I just like, dang, this is a great guitar. Like, I love it. I can't wait for you to play it. So this brings up an interesting point that a lot of times these things that we go, this is no compromise. Mm-hmm. I am not going to compromise and I'm going to get the great thing. Isn't that what really turns into like an heirloom guitar? You know, what? I used to really be a big believer in heirloom guitars, but to me it doesn't, I, I'm not in that to that anymore. I'm just not. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kept, I always thought, you know, like, Hey, if I get an amp, is this amp going to be something I'll keep for the rest of my life and pass on to my kids? And, I don't know how I got so hung up on that, but I don't care anymore. One, I don't have kids. I have a nephew that plays guitar, so I'm sure he'll get some of the stuff. But honestly, well, you have a stepson. Yeah, I do have. Yeah, I do have. I, I do have stepson that plays everything, and he plays it well. But he's not really a gearhead. I mean, he's got he's got one acoustic yeah. guitar and not one yet. electric guitar. No, I mean I've tried. I've been like, hey, for Christmas, you know, let me. Why don't you pick out a pedal or something? I'll go get your pedal. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I, I don't yeah. know, but but anyways, I'm just I I'm just. I don't know. I guess the older I get, the more mature I get. Well, that's debatable. But yeah. the the older I get, the more I just I don't care about heirlooms because you know these. I mean, these things are cool, and I, I do think about like my Taylor. I'm like, okay, you know that Taylor is kind of like a golden era Taylor now, is what people are saying. Yeah, and um, I'm sure it's going to be worth something. But what do I care? You know, like I'll be dead. <laughs> like who cares? Yeah. I'm going to play it. And yeah, then yeah, be done. So I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm not as hung up on that as I used to be. Well, of course, I do have two kids, and they both love guitar. So I do think about that. I mean, I think about the heirloom-style guitar. And yeah. for me, I look at my next one, and I look at things like my PRS Hollow Body 2 that I have. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I didn't play that one before I got it, but I went and I played a bunch of different ones. I looked at a bunch of different ones. I was really interested in getting a hollow body too, because I wanted the piezo. I wanted the 5708 pickups. I wanted to have this era of Paul Reed Smith, which happened to be a great era to go by because Mm -hmm. everything I swear went up a thousand dollars after I bought this. But as I was looking for the right PRS, what I found was they were all incredibly consistent. So it just made me more picky. Mm -hmm. And so my no compromise was my PRS hollow body two that I got. It's a 2014 and I wanted to have a rosewood headstock. I didn't care if the whole neck was rosewood. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted the headstock veneer to be yep. rosewood. I do love that on a PRS. Oh, it's so good. It and is. I wanted it to be a unique color. Like, usually I'm like, oh, yeah, give me a vintage sunburst. Give me a cherry sunburst. Oh, give me a tobacco burst. Give me whatever. Right. Give me something that's like, you know, gray and flamed and and it's all very bland and very normal give me blue but in this case i went no i want it to be unique and i ended up getting their violet color which basically the way they make the violet color is they stain it a red they sand it down and then they stain it blue and what's left is this very blue violet color and this blue violet color was just amazing because it had little shades of green in it and yeah, it had shades of pink in it and it's gorgeous. Yes, and it had abalone birds and everything and I got a good deal on it and honestly the day I bought it was the cheapest it would ever be sold again mm-hmm. because literally 6 months later I was looking how much these things went for used and it was the price I paid for it new. Crazy. With no compromise. Yeah, so Yeah. That, that's all amazing. I do have one other that okay. I do want to mention as a no compromise. Mm-hmm. And you sold me, and I mentioned this last time, like two weeks ago, when we were talking with Barber about parts casters, which we need to talk parts casters. Yeah, I wasn't well. happy whenever I turned that on Sunday morning and saw you and Barber talking about parts casters. And then you mentioned how it wasn't going to be happy. I was like, you're dang right, I'm not happy. <laughs> yep. I knew you wouldn't be, but nope. you have a very different perspective, and I know you do, yeah. on parts casters. And so I mentioned that you sold me your parts caster, mm-hmm. your MJT, which is one of probably, what, eight dozen parts casters you've made? <laughs> Maybe. And, it's probably about that. Um, and <laughs> I did a no compromise on the neck that I put mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what... A guitarist's relationship with its neck is something beautiful. Yeah, I agree. And I made no compromises. The rosewood, the the tint that I put on it, the logo I put on it, the the headstock tuners, the nut, the fret wire, everything about it, no compromise for me. It was exactly what I wanted for that guitar, and it was mm-hmm. totally worth it. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful guitar. If you could dream big... And there was a no compromise purchase for guitar, just a guitar. What would be that no compromise style of guitar that you're looking for? I'd want a 60 Strat. That's what I'd want. Sunburst, preferably. Uh uh-uh, uh, no compromise. So you uh, want a sunburst? I want a sunburst. What green, kind of neck? Green Guard 
Well, I know it's going to be thinner than I probably like, but I, I want it to be all original, but I want it to be beat, just beat up, like played. I don't want one that's like perfect. I want one beat up. So uh, give me the ratio of sunburst to wood. Um, 91% sunburst, 9% wood. Okay. Maybe even right. maybe even more like 95% sunburst. I don't want like Steve Ray Vaughan, John Mayerish, whatever. I want it like legit, like it's it's got wood marks from maybe a, a pick, you know, your arm rubbing down on it, and then mm-hmm. a few times where maybe you miss the jack trying to put it in, or whatever. But I don't want it looking like you know somebody's throwing it on the ground, scratching it up, you know what? I'm, right. I'm not looking for that. Dragging it behind their truck, yeah. Which we don't. will talk about someday when we talk about relics. Yep, because you yep. did that. <laughs> I did do that. I did do that just to see what it would happen. But that was early on in the relic days. I don't. It I don't, was. I don't I'm remember. so excited. Someday we're <laughs> yes. gonna do relics. Yeah, we it's will. gonna be so good. I, yeah, my opinion has has um, wavered throughout the years on relics as well. I always loved them, but just the what you know the extent of them. So so other than the vintage strat. So let's say let's say it's only a new guitar. I do have one other that I have lusted for forever. Kim told me, she flat out told me that, you know, we, and as teachers, we have this retirement account, like called 403B. It's like a 401k, whatever. Yeah. And, um, so I've been putting money in there and she's, and she, you know, she told me, she's like, whenever you retire, I want you to use that to buy a guitar. And so I've already, I already know the guitar I'm going to get. That's amazing. I know. What is and it? It's a McPherson. I want a McPherson. Really? Acoustic guitar because I've played three of them. And every single one was the most incredible instrument I've ever played. It was like playing a piano in my arms. And, <laughs> oh, it was. That's awesome. It was, I mean, it was, gosh, it was beautiful. I mean, and uh, yeah, that, that'll be my prized possession at some point. I don't know when, but. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I mean they're expensive. They're we're talking like yeah they are nine thousand dollars. So yeah, that's way too much. So it's but gonna it, but not it's gonna be a no compromise. Really think about it, and it's gonna be ridiculous when I think of my playing level versus my. I mean, basically, I'm a blues lawyer at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So my no compromise. I'm about to make yours look like shameful. Okay. My no compromise is I would like a private stock PRS. Oh yeah. Single cut. Yeah. Two humbuckers and mm-hmm. I want them to be able to coil tap and I want to use like phase switches, not knobs. Not like, you know how they do push pull and all yeah. that kind of yeah. No. I want switches that do things cuz the knob thing is hard to grab. I want to just flick a switch. Okay. I, I want to do no volume drop because, you know, that's the biggest complaint I have whenever they go to a coil tap is the yeah. volume drops a little yeah. bit. Naturally. And I get it that that gives it that single coil type sound. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I don't want it. Then make the humbucker less and the single coil a touch more. All right. All right. So I want that kind of thing. I'd like a piezo on it because you never know. Smoke while you got him, I guess. Sure. You know, as well. no compromise. I like the color charcoal cherry burst. Hmm, okay. Which is kind of has this like orangey red outside, but it ends in the middle in this like light gray. Okay. Let me look this up. I that doesn't sound like something I'd like. Look up charcoal cherry burst and burnt maple leaf. Both of those are super cool. They're very modern looking. 
it's what I would consider a John Mayer style color. And the okay. reason why I say that is because John Mayer wanted to have a red guitar. He wanted to be able to offer like an ice blue style of guitar. He wanted to offer mm-hmm. a white and a black, but then he used Tesla colors. So they don't look like vintage colors. Right. They look like modern colors. And so this is one that I think of like that. I'm looking at the charcoal cherry burst now. I'm not a not a huge fan of that. What was the other one yeah. you said to look at? Burnt maple leaf. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a terrorist act towards Canada. <laughs> yes. Yep. Actually, only towards their hockey team. Yeah. That's it. Okay, this looks basically the same to me. Except for it's orangier. Okay, yeah. Is that yeah, a word? N- orangier? N- not a fan of that either. And But I mean, I mean, it's gorgeous. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, but I, it's just not for me. I don't... Yeah. Well, the other one I liked was like a vintage yellow, but then put like a burnt orange kind of light on the outside. Okay. So it yeah. basically think of like the burnt maple leaf, but instead it's yellow in the center. Okay. I can see that. And, and that's another one. I, I like a burst. That's that's part of what, what comes into that. Mm-hmm. But I would do that. And okay. I do like a Karina back and a like a Karina neck and a flame maple top and... You know, I mean, I know you're not into it, but this is an heirloom guitar. This is one of those things that's like, this is the Dr. T signature PRS. And yeah. that, that's well, a dreaming big, make this happen. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's going to be for you, not for me. Now, okay. That's true. Okay, so what do you what do you think? So, so honestly, my chances of getting a McPherson are, I would say, 100%. Yeah. What are your chances of you're getting a PRS private private stock? I would say, okay, let me give you a percentage. I would say that someday I will own a private stock PRS. I but like it. it's going to hit that point when I decide I don't need all the guitars I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be a five for one trade. Yeah, it, it'll be one of those points when I look at it and I go, you know what? I have this Gibson Les Paul with P90s and I think it's super cool and I really like it. I'm getting rid of it yeah, because I don't love it. And I've got this Les Paul Jr. I think it's really cool. I don't love it. It's out. Yeah. I got this Telecaster. I think it's really cool. It's out. I, I've got the White Falcon. I think it's really cool. I'm glad I have it. It's out. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be things like that that bring me to a point where I go, this is it. This is what I want to do, and I'm going to go ahead and make the step. It will be probably when I retire as well, because it'll be a point in which, like, I may say I could retire this year, or I could work another year and be able to afford this. Yeah, true. Yeah, like... Yeah, and it's going to be one of those types of things. I'm just working this year just to pay for this guitar. I need everybody to know that. And as a teacher, there's nothing better than a teacher who's just working for the money. (laughs) Yep, yep. You know what? Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bills. It's my theme song. Yeah. Yep. Now we've talked guitars now for probably like thirty minutes. Yeah. So I think it's probably time we talk about the other big deal one, and that is amplifiers what Uh, no compromise amplifiers have we dealt with and we will talk about that after a word from From our our sponsors. sponsors 
If you are looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Are you looking for a party with a purpose? If you love music, family-friendly, and camping, then you need to come to LifeFest. In July of 2022, they will have two festivals once again. One at the Sunnyview Fairgrounds in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and the other at the Johnny Cash Hideaway Farm in Bonagua, Tennessee. I'll see you there. Let's hear from another sponsor. Since 2003, the Crestman Guitar Company has been repairing stringed instruments and building custom guitars and basses. In 2021, Kretzman started production of a solid body electric guitar with the goal of providing affordable, awesome looking and sounding guitars that anyone, student to expert, would be proud to play and own. Be sure to check them out at KretzmanGuitars.com. That's K-R-E-T-Z-M-A-N-N guitars.com okay well we're back we should go ahead and answer this question which is what no compromise amplifier have you had jason have i had well i've had a z-rec a dr z z-rec that was a no compromise yeah are you kidding me really what color was it well my first one was (laughs) quantums (laughs) that was not a joke that was not a joke everybody (laughs) Saw that one coming. All right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Go on. Yeah. The first one was Quantum Silver with the hardwood front. Oh. Just like Brad Paisley had. Just like it. Weirdly, though, I did not play as well as him. What? Hold on. Weird. So you're saying that amp and pickups don't make the man? And guitar. I had a crook, telly, same pickups as him. I had an octopus. No. I had a Paisley drive, a Wampler ego compressor. I had a... Oh, there's bingo. That's the O. Done. I had <laughs> I had a, uh, you know, a 212 cab running into Z-Rec through a blue and a gold. I was living the... <laughs> I, I mean, I basically was playing through Brad Paisley's setup and... You were his backline rig. If you uh, were to come into Billy Bob's again to play yep. or American Airlines Center or at&t stadium or my spare bedroom or your spare bedroom oh he, he would he, need a lock on the door but anyway <laughs> you would have his rig sitting yeah there. yeah i mean it'd be set up just for him and oddly enough it didn't sound that good when i played it so <laughs> you know whatever were you able to turn it up to infinity no yeah that's the problem yeah that was yeah. the problem that was definitely yeah. a problem yeah, that's I, I would say that's my no compromise amp. That's the only one I think I've ever made because everything else I think I've compromised. Like I have yeah. a seventy-five deluxe reverb, and I'd much rather have a sixty-five deluxe reverb. You know? <laughs> yeah. As we, as most people would. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I would love to have both. Yeah, because they do have their character that's right. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't mind it. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. What about you? So my no compromise amp was the Ignator. <laughs> actually, that is a perfect example of compromise. Oh yeah, exactly. Because I got Fender, I got Vox, I got Marshall, and the Ignator Tweaker 15. So it yeah. wasn't even like super heavy or loud or whatever. Mm. But I digress. I 
had a no compromise in my Marshall JMP 2204. Okay. That guitar amplifier was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I played Lloyd's 2203 and fell in love. But I wished that it could get breakup quicker. And then we had a guy that we really liked named Tyler Burkham for Audio Adrenaline. And he had the 2204. And he talked about how there was a little more compression. He talked about how there's a little less headroom. And and he basically just put it at five. Like okay. five for the master, five for the preamp, and then used things to like hit the front end. And he was right. It sounds so good like that. Mm-hmm. And I would that's what I want. I want a twenty two oh four. But if I'm getting a twenty two oh four, I want it to look vintage and I needed it to be a JMP. Most people will remember the twenty two oh three and the twenty two oh four being a JCM eight hundred. Mm-hmm. And that's when it came really popular with like Zach Weil and with uh well actually really a lot of like, you know, Metallica, like the heavier people running it modded and doing all that but not me right. i wanted i wanted the vintage so i went and i looked and i looked and i found one that was in pretty good shape but it needed new tubes and i purchased it and had it retubed and everything and loved it and i went well if you're going to have a vintage amplifier then you need to go ahead and put that with a vintage cabinet and that yep. i did somewhat compromise on because to get a late 70s basket weave Marshall with greenbacks in it and all that. I mean, it would have been a hefty price. So I went ahead and got the 1960 AX cab. Oh, yes. And it was it was exactly what I wanted, but I bought it used. And I was playing it, and I was like, man, it just doesn't sound right. And I pull off the back, and I find out... It has Marshall Vintage speakers in it oh, and not the greenbacks. Somebody had switched them out. Oh. This is my no compromise that I ended up doing. And I went, well, then I'm going to go get four greenbacks and I'm going to put this thing in it. And I okay. found that the the place that I bought it from was willing to trade me straight up. Nice. And so that's what I did. I that's put awesome. in the four greenbacks and they got the four Marshall vintage speakers and it is a no compromise amp and it's one I still have today. It's one I do not need today, <laughs> but I still use it because I it. love it and it's great. You definitely need it. You need it. Huh? So I think it's time we dream big. Okay. So if you could dream big, what no compromise amp do you have? Okay, so I'll well I'll do two. I I'll do a vintage, you know, one that's no longer made, and then I'll do a a current production one. Um, Great idea. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna go with a Dumble. Obviously, I mean, of course. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Because I can resell it. No compromise. It for, no compromise. Um, and then if I'm gonna go with a new one, I I want a I want a two rock. I just love that really? clean squishiness. Yeah, that's my. That's what kind the, of a two rock. Like, uh, do you know? I mean, they don't like say John Mayer. Well, I mean, I'd love to have that one. <laughs> but um, and now we're on blackout right now. <laughs> I know now people are just now people are just like everybody's winning at this point. Like I got it now yeah. too. Yeah, everybody's won. Um, yeah, that's yeah. right. But I mean, he. I mean, he is the reason. Like I initially heard those and loved them. But yeah, I mean, they whew, they sound good. I play. I remember when I first heard of them. I played them at the uh, 
there was a Dallas guitar show back when it was at the the fairgrounds, and I remember oh yeah playing through one for a minute, and I was just I w- gosh it was amazing. I could not believe how good it sounded, but yeah, that's my, that's my new. <laughs> what if I said my my no compromise would be like a a blues junior, like that's what I dream <laughs> of. And there's nothing wrong with those, by the a way. Champion six hundred. Yeah, just a, a, <laughs> a rumble fifteen. Yes, exactly. Which are all fine amps, by the way. If that's what you have, uh, you know. No, actually, no, they're not. I, I, I don't know that I would go there. I, you know, that's like, that's like saying, oh yeah, those positive grinds, man, they're amazing. Yeah, it's like, uh, they're amazing for what they are, but they're not the other stuff. You know. Yeah, true. true. So if I were to dream big. Okay. And I want you to. Yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that about you. Mm-hmm. All right. You're validating my dreams. Good. My dream would be like a 50 watt boutique amp. Okay. Of course, it would have to have power scaling because otherwise I can't really yeah. play it. And I'd want it to have three channels. I want Fender Big Clean. I want Vox Chime, but with the breakup. Okay. And I want modded Marshall Dirty. Okay. Separate EQs for all of it. I want it to look interesting. I want the thing to light up like a Matchless or a Morgan. Okay. okay. And I don't want it to weigh more than 30 pounds. That's what I want. <laughs> well, that is no compromise right there. That That's all no compromise. <laughs> Thus, the reason why I've had a Kemper... I've had yeah. an HX. <laughs> I've had the, well, the Quad Cortex. <laughs> That's true, yeah. actually. Yeah, you're <laughs> borrowing it right now. Um, no menus, right? And no menus. another bingo. No menus. <laughs> and but, I changed my pedal board. Oh my gosh, bingo galore. Uh, and it's done. That's done. <laughs> but all of that to say that I realize what we're talking about, for some people, they're like, oh, I know that one. That's a Mesa Boogie. No, it's not. Absolutely not. I've never met a Mesa Boogie that's been that. Because it's just too difficult to make something like this. So probably where I am is, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, is I would love like a Morgan AC20 or like a Dual 20. Yeah. Like the Dual 20 evidently is what they're doing now, which is kind of the same type thing. And I want that twilight gray covering on it and, and that. I think that's my dream big amp right now, which is not... A terrible price the problem is is the guy just doesn't build them fast enough so like nobody has them in stock yeah true all right well the last one that i think we should hit and then we'll probably get to final thoughts is let's talk pedals and other gear like what have been no compromise in like pedals and other gear for you Gosh, I mean, and I would say I've got a lot of no compromise. I I feel like I've owned the best of the best pedals. I would agree. Right now, I'm I'm looking over and I see a Kingtone Duelist, which is incredible. I see an Ego Compressor, which which by the way, you know, a lot of people love the Cali seventy sixes, so that that probably could be an upgrade if if wanted. But I've I've always been happy with the Ego Comp. Mm-hmm. I got a Vintage Nobles ODR one. So I have always loved them. I've loved the reissues, had those forever. And I had, I, I said something about something, liking them or whatever. And a guy on the Wampler page, basically he posted a picture of it. And he's like, well, I've got this one. I'm not using it if you want to buy it. And it was probably about a year ago. And uh, 
he wanted 250 bucks for it. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I was like, ah, oh, that's too much. I, I'm not paying that. Cause I mean, they were like $40 pedals 10 years ago. <laughs> like yeah. they, they're ridiculous. Yeah. But every Nashville musician has it like on their pedal board. Well so. now, cause I knew about Tom Bukovac before the whole world knew about him because he played on Keith Urban's records. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this guy's amazing. And I've even like, I've been following him on eBay for years. Like he had a, like a little music shop and I've been following him. Yeah. I was like, I just want to buy something from Tom Bukovac. Anyways, um, now that the world knows about him and Tim Pierce and Guthrie Trap, those things have shot up in value to like, I mean, some people on Reverb are like trying to sell them for like 900 bucks, like insane prices. Jeez. And so I I emailed this guy back and I was like, hey, hey, do you still have that for sale? And he's like, yeah, I've got it. So I just asked him, I was like, you know, we still do 250 on it. He's like, yeah, sure. So I sent him 250 and now, now I've got it. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's been great. That's so fun. So yeah. So well, I, so you've had you've had a number of no compromise though. So that's I pedals. Have, I yeah. mean, you've also had like pedal boards and different things that have been no compromise for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a I'm a do it yourselfer kind of guy because I have high yeah. quality taste, but not a high quality budget. And so, like, I built my own pedal boards <laughs> and you know learned how to do stuff on my own. But yeah, I mean, pedal boards and. And you know the, I've got the Boss Waza tube amp expander, which I heard you've got one on oh, yeah. on its way. So makes me very happy. Uh, yep. But yeah, I mean, on, honestly, like I have I have fallen into the whole gear page thing where I've got to have the best cables and the best power supply and best everything. So I really do try to have, you know, and I just build it a piece at a time, you know, and and try to get the best thing here and the best thing there. That way, I won't go back later and be like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have compromised because. I have compromised a lot. Like I think of that vintage um, guitar that I gave Owen, the brand, the vintage brand. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I wanted a double cut junior, and at the time, I was like, "Well, this is about all I can afford, and it's it's good enough." But it's not what I wanted. Oh yeah. I wanted a Les Paul Junior. He loves you know? it. So I've tried to learn from those mistakes, and you know, just get what I really want, and not chase my tail around so much. Yeah. I, I've had a number of those types of like no compromise type purchases, like the Quad Cortex for me. I thought of that as a no compromise because I wanted something that was smaller. I wanted something that sounded clearer. I wanted something, you know, I wanted all this. Interestingly enough, it was because I was compromising on, well, I can't bring my Marshall with me. Well, I can't have this. I can't have that. And so I consider the quad cortex that I just got a no compromise purchase, but I will put the caveat that it is still a compromise because... I'm not willing to haul around 200 pounds worth of gear. Yeah. But it is, in my opinion, the best functionality for hardware Mm -hmm. that is out there right now. Yeah, I agree. I could not agree more. The Eventide Time Factor, I got that when it was fresh out, and Mm -hmm. that was a no-compromise purchase, because that's like a $400 pedal. Yeah, way back when. at the time... I was like, mm, I don't know about this, but I went ahead and got it, and I'm so glad I did. Like, that was one of those pedals that when I bought it and started using it, I went, yep, this is exactly what I wanted. It's a couple of different delays. I get yep. the tap tempo. I've got lots of options with it. I can, oh, it was, it was great. Yeah, it changed the game, for real. It really did. Well, and then, of course, the evolution of that then became the H9. Yep. Which is its own game like it's it is in a league of its own 
Yeah. I've had a few of those and they're good. Yeah. The, the Something that I think is an interesting, like no compromise is anybody can buy a TS9 tube screamer mm-hmm. for like 40 60 to 60 bucks, bucks used. Yeah. I wanted a Keeley modded tube screamer. Oh yeah. And it had the baked mod as well as an 808 mod and it had like switches and all that. And it was the best of the best and I did not compromise and I bought it and it was totally worth it. And then I got the build your own clone stuff, made my own, uh-huh. started using it and I went, actually I like this just yeah. as much if not yeah. better. And I ended up selling off the old one. Uh-huh. couple more to mention. All right, because I think this is worth, because this is other things as well. A no compromise for me is I recently just got new in-ear custom molds for monitors. Mm -hmm. And I got the Allclair Spire 6. Like these are like $1,000 type of in-ears. And they are really expensive. I ended up getting a deal on them, went for it, but... It was no compromise. I was like, if these don't sound good, there's a cheaper one that I'm totally going to go for. And the other ones, they sounded good too. But this was it. It was a no compromise. And every time I put them in my ear and they fit perfect, every time I hear things audibly and articulate, I am so happy that I did not cheap out Mm -hmm. on my in-ears. So many people go, yeah, I got some skull candies to do with this. And I'm like, no, you're ruining your musical experience. Yes. And maybe your ears as well. Yeah. And then my most recent, which you've already said of no compromise purchases was the Waza tube amp expander. I borrowed yours. Yep. I played it. I went, dang, this sounds fantastic. And I'm able to play the Marshall at night by just turning it way down or using some headphones. And I was super excited about that. And then, of course, now I've started doing some videos. I don't know if you saw. Um, I've been doing a couple of videos. I, I have, have a 59 Les Paul Jr. that I played with the Kretzman. And I also had the Kretzman itself. I did a little review with that mm-hmm. on uh, on the YouTube channel, which is Tweed Couch Guitar YouTube channel. Okay. Both of those, I did not have a Waza tube amp expander. And mm-hmm. so playing them loud. Actually, in the last one, did you see the uh, the decibel meter in the background? I did not pay attention to that. I did not see. Was it ringing? Was um, it shooting it, up there? Well, it got up to like 103 at one point decibels, <laughs> you know, while right. I'm playing. Nice. I was like, man, it was loud, but it sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I had the master at three and the preamp at six. <laughs> so it was. That thing is it loud. Was pretty There's loud. no doubt. Yeah. Well, I guess that brings us to final thoughts. And I'm going to go ahead and go first. Okay. And I believe that it is important to compromise. I actually think it's important to compromise because you have to find out what you like and you don't like before you make these big costly decisions because yeah. so far everything we've talked about as our no compromise has come with a high dollar. And how do you know what you like until you find out? I mean, if I went no compromise purchase when I was 17, I would have a Mesa Boogie dual rectifier. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. And I'd be playing like a Jackson or a BC Rich, you know, and that's not what I really wanted. Uh-huh. But once you get a feel for what you want and what you need and you save it up and go for it, I think it'll be worth it. And it'll be worth it for a real long time. And it'll be that heirloom purchase, even though you're not into that. 
to to me that is something that's important. I want something that my kids play mm-hmm. later on or see and they go, "Ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. dad's." And I think that's something that that you get when you start to compromise less. Yeah. What no, do you I, think? I totally agree with that. I think that like, you know, I've used my analogy before or actually I guess it's a simile because I said the word like. So my English teacher back in high school, thank you for teaching me that so I don't look like a total fool. Yeah. Um, but it's uh-huh. kind of, it's kind of like that. Um, you gotta, you, you can't just marry the first girl you meet and, and fall in love with and, and, uh, go for it because then you're going to change. You're going to, you know, grow and, and maybe not be as happy. And of course that works for some people and that's great. But for me personally, I had to try out some different guitars and, uh, you know, get to, and realize what I wanted and same kind of way with dating. Uh, meet a couple people, realize what I like, figure out what's important, figure out what's a deal breaker, what's not. And eventually you settle in and before you know it, you find either that, for my case, Kim or a Dano caster that is just like, or the FERC, you know, that, whoa, that's mine. That's the one that I, I need to have in, in my life. And once you do that, man, you don't, you don't even need to compromise because you just got everything you want and it's there. So I'm, I'm with you. I think you need to compromise at first and, um, yeah, it leads to very golden roads. Keith Urban yeah. reference, by the oh, way. Oh, that is a Keith yes. Urban reference. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely correct. I, I, I agree with all those all those statements. Now, as we bring it all completely to the close, I want to thank you for being on this. Yeah, thanks for letting me lay face down on the couch. I also want to thank Ohms in Hawaii. Yeah. Because I asked him which one we should talk about, what type of topic, and this was his call. Yeah, his call, and might I add, I just wrote you back and said, I have no idea what you're talking about whenever you told me. Yeah, that's true. Like, no compromise. I was like, what What does that even mean? I think I was probably in the middle of class when you sent it to me, and I was just like, I, I'm an idiot. Explain this to me like I'm three years old. And so you yeah. did, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on the Tweet yes. Couch face down. Yes, of course. And thank you to our our hairy Hawaiian friend who does That's never right. not ever show his face. Um, That's true. I'm thinking, you know, I think we need to be in uh, some reels soon with him. Maybe we could get a Tweet Couch reels going across the world. Some of our yeah, places. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, speaking of which, I mean, we're all over the place. So thank you to all the people that are not just in America, but overseas and our borders to the north and south who have joined into the Tweed Couch. Even to our listeners on Uranus. I'd like to thank them as well. Listen on Spotify. Uranus. Yeah. Spot on Uranus? I mean, that, that could be cancer. Yeah. yeah. I love space. What can I say? Yeah. Well, that concludes our time of the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session. If you like what you heard, leave five stars in a review. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Tweed Couch. Until next time.